Welcome, precious one. The message you're about to listen to will bless and enlighten you, and we're delighted about this. Ministering is Reverend Elijah, pastor of Christ Glory Ministries. Stay tuned, and God bless you. Glory to God. God's love is, <laughs> to put it bluntly, it doesn't make sense. It is too good to be true as it were. But that is the love he has for us. That is the love he had for man. He has for man. Praise God. And you see, the Bible gives us details of how the devil caused commotion in the heavens in his first attempt to try and overthrow God. Praise the Lord. And then that didn't work. Another day we'll go into an entire teaching on that. And in his first attempt to overthrow God, he drew, Bible says he drew a third part of the angels through wisdom and deceit. And there are several things to it, praise God. The Bible gives us details and accounts of um, what led to that. He being lifted up in pride and all these things. And it's serious because he had gotten close to God, walked on the coals of fire, and got to a point where he said he's going to overthrow God. But he wasn't going to do it on the basis of power because he knows God is omnipotent. You see, God is all potent. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So there were other means that he was intending to do that. That was true deceit. And Bible says there was war in heaven and he was cast down. But he took a second attempt. And that second attempt was in finding what God hates the most and finding what God loves the most. The Bible says that righteousness and justice are the foundation of God's throne. So trying to put God in a place where he can be cornered because God is a God of mercy and grace, yet He is also a just and a righteous God. Hallelujah. So, God hates sin. Satan found sin. And then God um, loves man. And then Satan engineered a way to fix the sin that God hates in the man that God loves. So that now, what would God do? What should God do? God must be just and righteous. These are the foundations of his throne. If he fails to go by that, his throne, or as we would say, he'll be overthrown. They must, somebody else must take over. These are the foundations of God's throne. And yet at the same time, he loves man. The source of love must have an object of his love. God is the source of love. And every love must have an object of its love. Man is the object of God's love. All the beautiful things, all the creation, everything we see around us was made because of man. Was made because of God's value and love for man. The recreation account we see in Genesis chapter 1 give us details of how things were brought into 
you know, replenishment, recreation. And then after things were set, God now brought man on the scene. It shows us that God didn't create you for struggle. God didn't create you to come and try and toil before things work out. Before man was brought on the scene, everything he, was, he would need for life was made available. Accept that before you got on earth, all you would need for success in your life and destiny was made available. Praise God. So, and you should know that the Genesis account is a recreation account. Alright? The details we get from verse 4 going is a recreation account. And then there are a few things that he actually did make anew. Because in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, he had already created the earth. And he made it, he didn't make it void and shapeless as verse 2 um, reveals to us. Praise God. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Then verse 2 says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. That's not how God creates things. At the very least, we know that when he created man, man was made with a figure, a shape, perfection. So how would God create in verse 1? And then in verse 2, it's without form and void. Something happened. And you need to understand that, like I've been telling you, the Bible is a summary of a lot of things. It's a summary of history, a summary of timelines. The, the gap between chapter 1 and chapter 2 can be 40 years. The gap between verse 1 and verse 2 can be 10 years or a thousand years. For example, when we go to Psalm 22 right now, I can show you things that happened that David by the Spirit wrote thousand years before they happened in Christ. Are you seeing this? So... The sequence that follow from verse 4 onwards are an account of recreation. And when you study closely, you see those things that God brought into replenishment. This, come here. This, come here. For example, light be. And then let the earth bring forth. Things were already in things. So he would say, bring, the, come out. This should come here. So some of them give details of recreation, replenishing. Then you would find in certain verses, the Bible says, he made two great lights. Are you following? Let me give you a scripture that summarizes this briefly and then we continue. Genesis chapter 5. Okay, let's, let's, let's read chapter 2 first. Chapter 2. Praise God. Genesis 2 verse 3. Amen? It says, And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it... He had rested from all his work, which God created and made. Amen? Which God created and made. These are two different things. The word created is from the Hebrew word bara, which means to bring out of non previously non-existent material. Okay? To bring something out of previously non-existent material. The word make or made there is, means to squeeze into shape. Okay? To fashion into shape. Are you following? So... When he says man was made or formed, you, you, you get the details of the forming and then the squeezing into shape. But then in the making or the creation of man, man did not previously exist. So man was made out of, the only substance that man could have made up out of was the substance of God himself. Are you following? So these are two different, um, different things. Glory to God. 
So let's not digress too much. Now, sin that God hates, detests, is found in man that God loves. It's like you love your son so much, let's say some, a man's son has gotten cancer. You hate the cancer as much as you love your son. So now sin is in man. And this sin is not just something that is merely done. The, the offshoots or the actions of, of, of sin are offshoots of the sin nature, the corrupted nature. Bible said concerning Satan, how that he corrupted his wisdom, corrupted his beauty. Glory to Jesus. Now, God has to be just. But he also loves man. What is the answer? This is the beauty of the cross. Because in the cross, God is both just and righteous, yet loving and merciful. He undergoes the full penalty for sin and yet does it on the behalf of man so that man is saved. Hallelujah. So when, we read, when you read things like we read in the devotional, they should speak to you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today I want to share with you, I doubt we would finish today, but maybe this will take up maybe two services. Maybe. I, I trust God for that. Hallelujah. Seven important things about the word. Seven important things about the word. Seven important things about the word. You know, the words and the utterances that Jesus made, no man ever made such words. That is why the miraculous signs and wonders, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are necessary to validate, authenticate, testify to the gospel we have today that Christ is risen. You should not accept a Christianity without power. Any Christianity without power is a watered down Christianity. Christianity is beyond moral excellence. If it's only about moral excellence, there are quite a number of atheists who are probably trying in that area. <laughs> Amen. 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 Bible says Christ is the wisdom of God and Christ is also the power of God. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, Bible says, Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you'll be witnesses. Hallelujah. God. Amen. Amen. 
So number one, the word is our contact with God. The word is our contact with God. Hebrews chapter 1. The word is our contact with God the Father and his contact with us. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Don't accept the Christianity without power. If you accept the Christianity without power, you cannot be a witness. The requirements of being a witness was power. I said the requirements of being a witness was power. The requirements of being a witness was power. Though he had risen, he said, don't go out yet. Don't go and preach yet. Don't go and do anything yet. Said you receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Then, when the Holy Ghost came, the first thing we noticed was they began to speak in tongues. Say, I've received the Holy Ghost. I have received power. I have received the Holy Ghost. I have received power. I have received the Holy Ghost. I have received power. Power to effect changes in all circumstances in life. Power to effect changes. Power to witness and testify of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Hebrews chapter 1. Verse 1, it says, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Hallelujah. And we know that the Son is the Word of God. The Son is the Word of God. John chapter 1, verse 1. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Hallelujah. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Hallelujah. Come down to verse 14. He says, and the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. So the Son is the Word. And Bible says he had spoken unto us by the Word. Are you with me today? Glory to God. Through the Word of God, we are brought into an understanding and a revelation of the heart and the mind of God. It is through the Word that this happens to us. Without the word, there's a lot we wouldn't know. There's a lot we wouldn't have an understanding into. Glory to Jesus. God touches us through the word. 
I want you to understand that the word is more than the book you are holding. What's the physical Bible here? Digital age, most of us have everything digital. Okay. Glory to God. So the the paper and the ink and everything is of our world, but the substance of it is beyond this world. Are you hearing me? The truth of it, the light in it is, is beyond this world. Now you have to come to a place as a, as a believer, as a Christian, where you uphold the authority of the word of God in your life. One of the major challenges that believers have is because we have not submitted to the lordship of the word. We still accede to the cultural excellences and the cultural preferences over what is scriptural. We are usually conformed to what is mentally acceptable over what is scripturally acceptable. And as long as we live that way, it will be difficult having the God kind of results. Thank you very much. Praise God. Say, the word is my contact with God. Glory to Jesus. Genesis 3, verse 8. Ah, Kokashadahaya. Sede Malokibahaya. Degabara Degeshedis. Oh my. Bible says the natural man receiving of the things of the Spirit of God because they are foolishness unto him. Oh dear, dear. Somebody be asking, what are you saying? Do you understand what you are saying? But this happened in the book of Acts. Glory to God. And we were informed ahead of it. Genesis 3. Amen. Are you there? Okay, verse 8. Bible says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. So they heard the voice of the Lord God walking. They heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the cool of the day. This voice will produce sound. Words. And they said they heard the voice of the Lord walking. They didn't just say they heard God walking or they heard the footsteps. They said they heard the voice of the Lord God walking. Now, it's emphatic that he didn't say spirit per se. He said the voice of the Lord walking. Primarily, God would contact them if there was a touch, if there was any interaction, it was through the word. Please, are following this? Through the word. The word is our contact with God and God's contact with us is through the word. This does not change. The word reveals God. The word reveals God to us. The word reveals us to us as God sees. Are you following me? God can contact you outside his word. Any contact God gives you will be found within the allowances and the perimeters of his word. Are you following what I'm saying? 
He says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. Amen. From the presence of the Lord. So, they heard the voice of the Lord God walking. Then they hid themselves from the presence. Glory to Jesus. Now, a presence, we, we have to understand that. A presence also refers to the bodily or um, actual I just want to say presence of a person. Please, are you following this? So, they were hiding themselves from the presence of God. In other words, they were hiding themselves from God. Because God came in the Word. And the Word was walking. The Word was what was going to contact them. This was how God was going to contact them. Have fellowship with them. Have communication with them. In Matthew 4 verse 4, Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So through the word, God has contact with man, fellowship with man, communication with man, revelation with man. Instruction, direction with man. Through all the prophets, the, the books in the Bible, you, see, you see, hear them saying, The word of the Lord came unto me saying, The word of the Lord came unto me saying, The word of the Lord came unto me saying, So, God contacts us through the word, and the word is our contact with God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 9 says, And the Lord called, out, called unto Adam and said unto Adam, Where art thou? So finally we heard the word communicating. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. It is through the word of God that God has primary access to us. And before the spirit will come into the picture, the word must precede it. That is why the Holy Spirit was able to only come to indwell man after the incarnate word had come upon the earth. Jesus is the incarnate word. We call him, or we call his first coming, the incarnation. Incarnation means to put on flesh. Glory to God. So in his incarnation, the word walked and moved on the earth. We had contact with it. Hallelujah. He wasn't born by the seed of a man, by the word of God directly. Hallelujah. Praise God. So before the spirit can access a man, the word must first of all access a man. It is impossible for an unbeliever to receive the Holy Spirit. He must first of all receive the word of God that will get him saved, then the Holy Spirit can follow. Before the spirit of God can have room to function or preach, the word must precede it. The word must go before it. Please, I hear what I'm saying. Number two. We are born again or recreated by the word. I want to establish the authority and the importance of the word in your life as a believer. James chapter 1. Oh, glory. James chapter 1, verse 18. Makaria kotala basire katala mashando paradi. Hallelujah. Verse 18, it says, 
of his own will begot he us with the word of truth. Are you seeing this? Of his own will begot he us with the word of truth. Begot means to, to give birth to, to, to uh, informally to, to born. <laughs> Amen? To born. To give birth to, to progenerate. To procreate. It says, of his own will begot he us. The old Elizabethan English says begat. Like in Genesis it says, and Abraham got up. Interesting poetic English. Hallelujah. Let me read from the Amplified Translation. Where we see something beautiful here. Hallelujah. Are you seeing what the word is to you? This is important. Good. Amplified Translation, verse 18. And it was of his own free will that he gave us birth as sons by his word of truth. Do you see it now? He gave us birth as sons by his word of truth. It continues, it says, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Hallelujah. So we are born again by the word. We are recreated by the word. I would mean the devil doesn't want you to have any establishment on the authority and the um, the stability of the word because any attempt to navigate the unseen world, the spiritual world, without the compass of the word will put you in shipwreck. And any attempt to navigate life by how, just what your mind is telling you or how you feel like you should go about things without the word will also get you in shipwreck. So what the enemy is after a lot of times in our lives is the word. Either the absence of it or neglect for it or a lack of submission to it. And when those things are lacking, he has room and we are also limited from manifesting our full potential in Christ, in God. Are you here? Yes, sir. So it says, Of his own will be God he asked with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. John chapter 3. Or 1 Peter 1 instead. 1 Peter chapter 1. Say thank you, Jesus. First Peter one. Let's start from verse 18. You know, like we said in the first point, when you understand that the word of God is our contact with, with God, when you wake up in the morning, 
you have a sure way of knowing that you can have access and contact with the mind of God. Are you following what I'm saying? When you wake up in the morning, you, you open your Bible, you can know that I will have the mind of God revealed to me. You see, I can hear what God wants to tell me through the reading pages of his word. This must become established in... You see, it is lacking in so many believers' lives. And so there are so many things we want, but so many things we are desiring, so many things we hear is happening. But it is foreign to us because we don't have a relationship with the word. We don't know what the word is even to us. What role the word plays from God to us and from us to God. Beloved, God is only bound to his word. And he's only obliged the systems in God's universe, according to this earth and according to your salvation, are only bound to function in line with the word of God. What does the word say about this? What does the word say about that? First Peter 1, from verse 18. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Ooh, our time is up. Ah. Okay, let me try and end this one quickly. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 20, okay, verse 19. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but manifest in these last times for you. So he was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing ye have purified your souls and obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. Th- 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Hallelujah. Because we are born again by the word which lives and abides forever. It is the word that imparts to the believer, the Christian, that eternal life and that divine nature that he possesses. It is the word of God that does that. It is God's word that does that. That makes new birth possible. Rebirth possible. Recreation possible. The word of God does that. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. Hallelujah. He said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Romans chapter 1. Verse 16. He 
It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. This is how God saves men, by the word. This is how God gives men new birth in the faith, in Christ, in the kingdom, by the word. He says, It is the power of God unto salvation, unto everyone that believeth. To everyone that believeth. So the person that receives the word becomes a candidate for salvation. The Spirit of God is able to act on the word that has settled in the heart of a person for rebirth. Where there is no word, the Spirit does not function. From the first chapter of Genesis, the only time we saw the Holy Spirit actively do something was when God had said, Light, be. Then by the power of the Holy Spirit, we saw light coming to being. Jesus said, The works I do, it is the Father in me that doeth them. But before any work would be done, Jesus would speak, be healed, be still, multiply. Then the Spirit would act upon the word. You see? So one reason why it's as if we receive the Holy Ghost but there's still no power is because there's no word that the Spirit will act upon. There's, no, there's nothing to act upon. The Spirit of God is in us alright. But there's no word to act upon. There's no seed to water. In the Bible, the Holy Spirit is typified many times as rain, as water. And the word is typified several times as seed. In fact, in the part of the Sower, Jesus Christ is clear and says the word is the seed. Now, tell me what water will do without a seed. Tell me what water will accomplish without a seed. The word absent in your heart makes the Holy Ghost inactive. Inactive in any area of your life. It could be in the area of health. It could be in the area of finances. It could be in the area of, of, of um, progress. It could be in the area of ministry. It could be in any area. The Spirit of God is handicapped, quote-unquote, where there is no seed or establishment of the Word. Are you hearing this? Yes, sir. The word is what imparts, like I said, to the dead spirit of man, eternal life. The life of God. New life. And all of this comes into being by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But without the word, the spirit cannot function. The spirit does not move. The spirit doesn't operate. <laughs> if you have little seed but abundant water you can have an ocean of water but you have one seed you will still get the result of one seed <laughs> did you catch what i said yes, on the other hand if you have a room full of seeds and only one bucket of water you can only accomplish so much. 
because you have to make sure that the water is evenly dispersed to a particular section on because without sufficient water to the seed won't germinate so this defines the imbalance we have in different areas of the body of christ some are pro word 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 they have some spirit what god wants several years the lord told me what god wants is a marriage of the word and spirits where we have 100% spiritual focus, 100% word focus. Because so much spirit without the word will leave you in loopholes. So much word without the spirit will leave you dry. There must be an excellent balance, an excellent com compartment of word and spirit what creates the loopholes for certain uh, people certain times and 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 then they go off track a lot of the spirit little word or when they come to the point where they don't want to be under the subjection or the lordship of the word then you now start hearing things like oh bible can you complete Oh, there's somewhere there's this here for you for you for you my dear have you finished what is here how well do you know what is here <laughs> you have 66 you don't want you say oh you know some three and some two and some four and some other those ones are you serious right now <laughs> Anybody who really would even want to meddle in any other extra books, when they have sufficient from here, will be properly guided to even take a glance or a peek at them. You see, you can't force what constitutes the canon of scripture just because you found it so interesting. And you must be careful because books have spirits backing them. Why would a book have a spirit backing it? Why would God Almighty have a book with this with a spirit behind it? Yes, because spirits like to write themselves. Because they know they can enter a person through words. Because words are spirit. So they they, they they want to write themselves, their dictates, their details and stuff. In, whether it's a, a scroll, a manuscript, whatever. Glory to God. Yes, I think the song is reminding us that our time is up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Write this point down, they will be on our feet. Our minds are renewed by the word. This point is so important because and at this point, we will learn that spiritual growth is not merely the acquisition of new knowledge or hearing new things. That is one deception that some believers have come into. Hallelujah. We think that spiritual growth, you know, is hearing new things. No, you might miss it that way. 
Bible says, don't be a deceiver of yourself, only hearing. So you can hear a lot of new things. That does not change anything. In fact, that's not, that does not even make you grow. And we will discover what actually makes you grow when we meet again. Stand up on your feet. Are you here, somebody? Have you learned something today? Glory to God. So it means I uphold the word of God in my life. I give the word the authority and the place it demands in my life. I walk according to the truth of the word. With meekness of heart, I open myself and submit my mind and submit my heart to be taught the word of God, to feed on the word of God, to learn from the word of God, and to pattern my life, to pattern my ways, to pattern my thoughts after the manner of the truths of God's word. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And as I do this, I walk in blessings. I manifest blessings. I express victory. I walk in victory. In success. In the name of Jesus. You can listen to more inspiring, uplifting and spirit-filled sermons and teachings from our man of God, Reverend Elijah, on Podbean, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and every other podcast platform at Christ Glory Ministries. God bless you.